10 years from now, we will have a talent pool that will be so much more capable than we have today in solving the specific problems. Leading innovation in their companies. How gravity works. Why are we so different from the chimpanzee? Safe drinking water for all. What about today? It's time to recapture the spirit of innovation. This is your brain. It's an invention of mine. We're ready to go and we're going to do it. This is your brain on innovation. Innovation. To innovate. It's up to us to make it something wonderful. It keeps my brain alive. That's what gives me hope. One thing is true about inventor, innovator, genius, entrepreneur, knight, Sir James Dyson, is that he sucks. Other handheld vacuums have a motor like this. Dyson's new digital motor has neodymium magnets, spins five times faster than a Formula One engine, and in use delivers twice the suction power of other handhelds. You know, if all you want to do is vacuum the rug, not drive a Formula One car, then perhaps innovation... And James Dyson's style of innovation is not for you. But you would probably be in a minority, however. Today, we wrap up our occasional conversations about innovation series with James Dyson, the legendary inventor most famous for his bagless vacuum cleaners and super fast hand dryer. He also invented a bladeless fan. Sir James, good morning. Good morning, John. It's great to talk to you again. Well, and to speak to you. What is the magic of innovation? Is there any magic? Well, uh, I think it can appear that there is. Uh, I think the point is that if you can do something better, uh, or something using less power, um, making it lighter, um, making it perform better, then there is a magic to it because that hasn't existed before. Everything else has been inferior. But, it, but there's also magic when it comes to creating wealth because it's innovation and new technology that creates wealth. And that's a very important subject at the moment because... Um, our balance of payments, in other words, how much we export compared with how much we import, is directly uh, related to our wealth. So the more we export and the less we import, the wealthier we'll become. And the only way to get wealthy in the future is to export technology. And let's talk about that for a moment. I want to actually uh, find out why you came up with this bladeless fan invention that I saw on on CNET. But uh, if you had the ear and the attention of uh, the G20 and uh, we're talking with bankers in China or worried uh, Italian financiers about uh, the future, what would your advice be to them? Well, to develop technology and to um, export at least as much as you import, but preferably more, and to um, get your house in order, to get people paying the proper taxes, and to um, make sure that you're not spending too much um, that you're not earning. And uh, Sir James Dyson, legendary inventor, most famous for his bagless vacuum cleaner, is our guest. He's online uh, from an ISDN studio in uh, London, England, or actually in England. Um, Sir James, uh, it takes a lot of debt, though, to bring ideas to market. And, and in a sense... You can't start with a uh, kind of cash-rich position. How much did you have to rely on financiers to get some of your projects off the ground? Well, they wouldn't give me any money, so I didn't rely on any financiers. <laughs> I went to a regular clearing bank who lent me some money against my house. You know, I had to mortgage my house to him. Uh, and, and they lent me some money to get me going for going into production, which is, of course, very expensive. But for the, the actual research, is relatively cheap. I mean, generally speaking, if you're, if you're doing it on your own, uh, you're doing it in your garden shed or whatever you have or your basement, and uh, it, it's your time. The materials are quite cheap. Obviously, if you're running a big research and development department in a huge company, then it, that can get very expensive. 
But the good news is that if you're a lone inventor or you're, you're a small startup, you can do it relatively cheaply. And that's great for all the lone inventors out there. And you once were one of them, uh, Sir James Dyson. But it, it also is an argument against the corporate culture, which many people claim suppresses innovation. And uh, it's very much the absence of that garden shed out back that keeps some of the mainstream uh, innovators in the industrialized economies from uh, succeeding. Would you say that that's true today or would you have advice for uh, corporations to get that shed out in the in the back lot the, to encourage well, the loan inventor? Well, yes, there's a couple of points there. Well, one, one is, is the angel investment money ready to fight or bank funding ready to finance small companies or individual in, innovators? So I think that's one point. Um, the second point is how do you get big corporations to be to take more risks and to be more inventive? And I think it's exactly that, that, that you have to be prepared to take risks. New, new technology is a risk, so you've got to be prepared to take it. But if you take it, the rewards can be enormous. And if you stop taking those risks, if you start to be conservative, then you will start to decline. And, you know, even more quickly, I would say, in the future than historically... I'd like to show people how your mind works. Can you take me through that classic conversation that you must have had uh, a, a generation ago, even, uh, where uh, you confronted the idea, which is solid in my head, that, look, in a vacuum cleaner, you've got uh, a, a, an engine which sucks air in, and then you've got a filter which uh, grabs the dust, and that's it. There, there's nothing else to a vacuum cleaner. How could you possibly improve on that? Well, I mean, I remember using a vacuum cleaner as a child and remembering the sort of smell of stale dust, uh, the whining, the high-pitched whining, and then having to pick, bend down and pick things up that weren't being sucked up by the vacuum cleaner. In other words, I recognized as a child that the suction had got very weak. Um, and by the time I was about 25 and I was now an engineer, I realized that the bag or the filter was the whole problem. Yeah, but the that bag is, the, is, is the whole solution. And, well, yeah, no, it's the whole problem. <laughs> because, I love you. The, the, I love that. Well, you see, the thing is, what, what I realized when I took one to bits when I was age 25 was that um, all the airflow that had to go through the machine had to go through the bag. And the first thing that happens when you pick up a bit of dust, it goes straight into the bag and it goes straight to the little holes, the pores of the bag, and blocks them. So you're not losing suction because the bag's full you're losing suction when the very first dust goes into the bag or when the very first dust goes against the filter. So I had assumed before that that the dust kind of got deposited in the bag and the airflow had to do with the strength of the fan, the strength of the motor. But that is simply not true. The bag is the way of trapping dust, but it is the whole problem. And so you solved it by... I solved it by finding a way of collecting dust that didn't involve a bag or a filter or a membrane. And I chose to spin it out by centrifugal force with cyclonic action. Um, so there's nothing in the way of the airflow. So the, the dust is spun off and the, the air passes through in a clean, unobstructed route. So you have no loss of suction. And yet you can separate the dust very, very efficiently. And it's a more reliable machine as well. Why a bladeless fan, Sir James Dyson? <laughs> well, we, dis we discovered a, a way of, I mean, a blades are dangerous. Um, and a bladed fan is difficult to clean. Um, it also has the motor in the center of the blade, which means that the center of gravity is near the top of the machine, which is why adjusting the angle is so difficult and it becomes that the, the things can topple over very easily. 
Um, and uh, we discovered we were actually developing something else. I mean, this is an interesting thing about developing technology. Sometimes you develop it and it ends up being much more useful for something unintended. Edison <laughs> this, discovered that. This is what happened with the fan. We were yeah. developing, um, uh, actually it came out of the hand dryer, uh, which again came out of another development of something we haven't made yet. But um, we noticed with the hand dryer, we've got this uh, blade of air coming out uh, like a windshield wiper, rubber, you know, that wipes across the windscreen. We're using a blade of air to wipe across your hands. And um, we discovered that this 400 mile an hour tiny tiny thin blade of air drew in an enormous amount of air adjacent to it and we thought that was very interesting um, so we decided to try and make a fan that um, had a blade of air but which drew in a whole lot more air and of course so you made like, the you fan can... and of course you made the fan you know i could talk to you all day about the the ideas one after the other so james dyson thanks so much for being with us we got to go Thank you very much. So James Dyson there in England, legendary inventor, most famous for his bagless vacuum cleaner and super fast hair dryer, and explaining there the bladeless fan. The conversation on the program this morning, 8778MyTake, or post a comment at thetakeaway.org. Do the allegations against Herman Cain resonate with you, whether you think they're true or not? You know how to reach us. I'm John Hockenberry. Celeste Headley is out on assignment this week. This is The Takeaway. At Radiolab, we love nothing more than nerding out about science, neuroscience, chemistry. But, but we do also like to get into other kinds of stories, stories about policing or politics, country music, hockey, sex. Of bugs. <laughs> Regardless of whether we're looking at science or not science, we bring a rigorous curiosity to get you the answers. And hopefully make you see the world anew. Radiolab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get your podcasts.